There is a podcast about an island in the North Atlantic where people have been looking for an incredible treasure for more than 200 years. Hello and welcome back to Could It Be? An Oak Island podcast. We are your hosts, Deidre and Dustin White. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. We're here. It's Oak Island episode two recap. Wait time day day forgot the day part day yeah hello everybody welcome uh and we are here to chat about season nine episode two the gold medal correct um we missed this one last week and the reason being because my sister um as many of you know and i mentioned it at the very end of the last episode she was uh, murdered uh three weeks ago in portland oregon her uh, memorial service was on saturday so we were super behind all week with our podcast stuff, which is understandable. We've been shown a lot of grace and love uh, yeah. from the community for uh, not putting out an episode uh, quickly last week, but we're here to do it now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had discussed maybe doing it um, and ep- episode two and three together. Yeah. And we decided it'd be better if we just we put don't. out an episode two <laughs> and we could put out an episode three. And uh, that's what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So that's that. But anyway, thank you so much to everybody that sent their love, their um, sympathies, their condolences. Mm-hmm. Um, it's felt like it's helped me. Mm-hmm. Um, and literally, it was the worst uh, time of my life. So I just want to say thank you so much for mm-hmm. um, all the outpouring of love and support. And uh, I know Deidre. Uh, Second set. I, so, I do. I second and, uh, and I third that and all the things. Yeah, we also got a lot of uh, support and love from uh, some people that work on Oak Island. So you guys know who you are. Thank you so much for that. Um, mm-hmm. I think we are ready to just uh, start talking about season nine, episode two, mm-hmm. the gold medal. Hopefully. And I'm just going to say to our people, because uh, some people, are watching this live and we were having some issues tech issues before uh they're saying that the audio is fine but the video does freeze off and on sorry which doesn't make sense considering i'm hardwired directly into the internet but it's like it's confused so i'm not sure we're gonna do the best we can though maybe we need to upgrade from 56k oh whatever no we actually have like one of the fastest internets available. So I don't know. What's exactly. Going on. Oh, and now it's like bumping up and then it just, oh my gosh, I can't look at that. All right. It's going to stress. Well, hello, out. people. Let's mm-hmm. talk about uh, the gold medal. Yes. All right. So what happened on this week's episode? Well, where do we want to start? I mean, the money pit in the swamp, obviously, we've spent a decent amount of time there and we did some metal detecting. So you got a little bit of this and a little bit of that. I think they started out in the money pit, so maybe we should too. Let's talk about the money pit. Mm-hmm. Who was who was there at the beginning of the episode? We had Terry, Steve, and Charles in the money pit. They're getting ready to, you know, be drilling on next borehole. So that's borehole D two. Cool. Yeah, Steve says that they have a fifteen foot rectangle uh, where they have good data, but it's unknown data. And I say, what does that mean, Steve? Just Don't that know. there was nothing there, or is, or is the fifteen foot rectangle, what they're like referring to the C one cluster? Is the C one cluster a fifteen foot rectangle? I thought the C one cluster was a little bit bigger than fifteen feet. I I don't know. I don't know either. Didn't they say that borehole D two was just eight feet away from C one? Mm-hmm. So. I don't know. It's within. Uh, it, it, I'm guessing that the 15 foot rectangle would encase C1. So maybe it is the whole cluster. I don't know. Wait, mm. they said what D2? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that looks right. I looking at my handy dandy map here. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. I don't know. I'm um, I'm well, confused. Get to know one. Get to knowing. Gee, thanks. All right. So uh, Clotworthy did explain that they're taking core samples every 10 feet and as deep as 200 feet. And uh, they're taking water samples as they go. Mm-hmm. 
So that's I, what I, they did. Right. It makes sense. You're going to take water samples to see if there's gold in the water rushing in. We see the geyser coming up every <laughs> time that they pull it out. You may as well. I think they're pumping water in too. I mean, you know, I don't know the logistics or the technicalities, well, but and, I believe and, you. Yeah, well, we have that rig pull uh, hooked up. It's always hooked up to one of Billy's. Uh, that's water true. All right. So uh, after the boreholes are done, they will place several 10 foot caissons based on the results of those boreholes. Something that mm -hmm. we saw them talking about in the first episode. Mm -hmm. And they talk a little bit about it later in this bit. episode. So, yeah, toward the end. I mean, 10, a 10 foot caisson. And that's just based off of, I'd assume they're going to take the average of the ones that seem best and place them in there. Well, I think they're going to be putting one right over D2. <laughs> um, they should or, do it over R2 as well Why? Boop, 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 boop. So they could have an R2-D2 Okay, show me your map Where is R2? <laughs> it's at the very, very okay. bottom They are not going to um, It's very far away They're not going to dig R2 Sorry, it's only D2 Can they at least just like put a hole there? Or someone put a flag so that we get So I can say it I'm a huge Star Wars fan, and I'm saying no. Just don't don't force it. Move on. You're no. I'd rather just find the gold and not like go after random R2 hole. Well, like... clearly they've been looking in the wrong place for years. Is what they were saying. So my R2 isn't that out so, of left field. So wait a second. So did George Lucas have the answer? And, maybe. And this is. Are you coming up with a new conspiracy theory? Maybe. Do it. No, let's let's move on. Okay. So they pull up this uh, this core sample that has everybody interested, right? Mm -hmm. It's from 88 and a half feet deep. Mm -hmm. And they brought it over to Terry's operating table. Naturally. They wanted to uh, get into this, what they call the zone of interest at 90 feet. So this core. This horizon. Yeah, this core is like in a good spot. So Terry and Steve, they cut open the sausage. Mm -hmm. There's uh, chunks of wood. What? Yeah. And uh, Terry calls the wood on the top. Like he says, well, he says that it looks like planking, right? Yeah. And it's like wood on wood. Wood on wood. It's a wood sandwich. It's wood on wood action. All right. So um, last week they found the same type of wood in CD6, mm -hmm. which is about 15 feet away. Not very well Okay. Away. So that's what I was talking about earlier. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. And then C1 is only seven feet or eight feet away. From D2. CD. It's just, it's just all weird grid. You know, um, our friend Jeff, mm -hmm. he, he recommended making a battleship game based on these, like uh, the grid. Uh, that is amazing. I love it. It's going to have to be teeny tiny boxes to fit like on a like the battleship grid, but I like it. And you can, so do you get like rings or something or I don't know. It's like oh, you, you place yeah. your arc in a certain spot on the grid yeah, and, and you they have, have to, drill. to like <laughs> drill it. Yeah. You have to drill it. And it, you know, if it comes up gold, you win. Mm -hmm. Or like you could place like little pieces of dynamite all over. And then if that person hits it, 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 it it's like the opposite effect, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Jeff's in the chat right now. What's up, Jeff? He's talking to Bokies about Max Headroom. You know who Max Headroom is? No, I just assumed you were talking about maximizing the headroom. I'm like no. looking above my head right now. No, Max right. Headroom was like a 1980s um, like spokesman for like Coca-Cola or something and, and other things. And he was mm -hmm. like what um, he's like a uh, comedy thing um, with like newscasters or something. Anyway, sounds you know, like you're well versed. You know, no, there was like a news. There was an article I read about him uh, just the other day, um, concerning this mystery mm -hmm. that uh, nobody's been able to get to the bottom of in uh, Chicago, Illinois. So somebody hijacked the T one like the WGN TV station and uh, another TV station and broadcast this uh, guy in a mask, the Max Headroom mask, and. To this day, this happened like 1987. To this day, nobody has figured it out. You know, I listened to a podcast on that. Now Did you? That, oh. Now that you're talking. You know what? We're pretty smart. Maybe we should get to the bottom of it. We're not that smart. I mean, <laughs> maybe. for yourself. Okay. You should get to the bottom of it. And speaking of, we need to get back on track because okay. you thought I was on a tangent. At My least bad. I was talking about 
Oak Island. My bad. Okay. This is like one of my favorite things. Uh, Craig <laughs> walks over. Yeah. He's like, hey, what you guys got there? It looks dark and woody. Is it? Mm, that yeah. seems weird to me. Better than light and buzzy? What? Buzz and woody? Oh. Ah. <laughs> I don't know. It just... Sure, that works as a description. Sure. Well, he's excited. Charles also runs over. He's like, hey, I got the metal detector. Let's mm -hmm. check this thing out. Let me pinpoint this thing. Yeah, and so he runs it over, and, you know, it goes beep, 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 beep. beep, beep so they beep, found beep. something. Oh, is that the R2 to the yeah, D2? It's the it's the R2 to the D2. I love it. Love it. And go. then Steve is, like, picking up the, the sausage. Because he's like, wait, let's make sure it's not something on the table. And it wasn't. So they got excited and they're pulling out said piece of metal. Yeah. So they all uh, get excited about. Yeah. And then Terry's like really taking a close look at it and like mm -hmm. trying to brush anything off of it that may be, uh, you know, organic material and <laughs> or maybe helpful material or whatever. He's like, like dirt and the mud. He's like, you know, it's caked on stuff. And he's taking that off, and he's like, "This kind of looks like it has cement on it." Yeah, Craig, Craiger is excited, <laughs> and it, I can't I, say Craiger. That doesn't happen until the next episode. I know, but that's why I just want to call him from now on. Okay. Um, and you know, the cement. I mean, it definitely perks up, right? Especially if it's metal. And I guess there's a history behind there being metal in that on top of that vault. With the cement like cement like material, mm -hmm. and they also remember the rosehead spike that came out with the cement on it. Oh, is that the last time they found uh, cement that we know of out of the money pit? Off top of my head, if I had to guess, that'd be yes, because I don't have anything else uh, filed. I was there. I was thinking like where where have we seen cement? And I'm like, mm -hmm. well, we saw it uh, kind of close to Billy's wall out in mm -hmm. Smith's Cove, but I can't, I can't remember anything in the money pit. So no, yeah, I guess you're right about that. That was that Stephen spike. Michael John, treasure yeah. hunter extraordinaire. Mm -hmm. So Gearheart Property Improvement Employee of the Year. Naturally, <laughs> of course. And something that just cracks me up is when they mentioned the cement, Steve just chimes in, Charles, what's the history on that? And then <laughs> it's just Encyclopedia Charles just mm -hmm. spits out like the dates, what the history was that they sent it off to well, London in for in 1897, testing. you know. No need to store it in your head, Frederick I guess. Blair. Charles and, has it yeah. in deep. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Yeah, like, because, uh, you know, that's one of the things that Charles was explaining. Mm -hmm. The chapel vault may have been uh, lined with uh, some uh, with cement. Metal and then covered in cement. Exactly. Right? And so, I mean, maybe, maybe. 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 I mean, I, I just laugh because how many times have I heard, oh, yeah, Charles is an encyclopedia of Oak Island. And this, it was instant proof. If Excellent execution there, Charles. Excellent. Excellent. He's the excellence of execution. Um, and then, of course, Craig wants Dr. Krista Brousseau to take a look at it. Well, excited to see her again. Well, we don't see her this episode. I know, but I'm excited that she's coming back or yeah. going to or the things. The I things. like her. Thank sure. you. Mm -hmm. All right. So um, we do go away from the money pit, but we come back. No, we don't. Don't we? Oh, That's we don't. all that, money pit. I have well, actually, they did together. come back very often, but they would just Plotworthy would say like, yeah, "That's true." Well, after they're done in the, or with the work they're doing in the money pit, and and it has like an overview of what they're doing in, and then mm -hmm. he, he briefly mentioned, you know, it. Mm -hmm. So, all right. So then we got lots of swamp stuff. You want to talk about the swamp, swampy swamp, or metal detecting? Um, I like the swamp. Let's swamp it up. Swamp it up. Swamp, swamp, swamp it up. The heck? All right, Sue. Uh, let's see. It was at the top. It was at the top? Yeah, so you go money pit and then into the swamp. Silly, right there. Cool. Swamp, Rick, Miriam, Billy, Craig, er. Craig, er! And Laird. They're excavating the stone road that uh, Terry DuVoe felt could be up to 500 years old and maybe even Portuguese in origin. Mm -hmm. We saw the flashback of him and yeah, he's very definitive. That's a smart dude. 
I trust. I would like to see more of Terry DeVoe on the island. Because mm -hmm. why not? Yeah. Just all these brainiacs showing up on the island, it can only be good for my brain because, you know, it gives me uh, more things to think about. Because you need more things brain, to think about. Brain health is what I'm concerned with at this point in my life. <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay, know. so we got Billy there in the excavator, yeah. and he's removing kind of another layer, doing mm -hmm. uh, some Billy trowel work. Mm -hmm. And Craig notices what appears to be like a something, right? A, a structure, some rocks and wood that yeah. look awfully similar to... <laughs> What we got over on the other side next to him. Yes. Could it be? It could. More road? Maybe. Yeah, I mean, that was exciting to see. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's definitely, like, what they're looking at, it's not just a pile of rocks. Because, like, we were pausing earlier and looking, like, yeah, you're like, so where exactly is the boulderless beach? And we're, like, looking mm -hmm. for it, right? And you see, like, all these boulders in mm -hmm. this one aerial image of oak island then it's like nothing and then you see boulders again right it really never i was like okay please explain this boulderless beach because i've never really seen it with my eyes i was like is there really that many boulders on the shore Yeah, because they don't is... show a whole really good overview of it usually mm -hmm. they show it but it's like it's not as impressive when you don't when you see as when you see it through like a aerial photo right or well, a video yeah, and you're comparing it to the shore right next. And I couldn't really pinpoint exactly where the boulderless beach was. And, and I was she's like, a map person. And I am. So I saw the aerial image where and where Dustin was saying, I think it's right up here. And sure enough, I paused it and it's like <laughs> bald of any type of rocks. And then it's like abrupt too. And then one side is just full of boulders and the other side is. And I said, well, that it explains that <laughs> that's how it got the name <laughs> and we're thinking about all the different rocks that they would be using for whatever it feels like to me at the boulderless beach you would kind of want to start there for the track or whatever right looking for more of it and see if there's a projection or something because if they're pulling them just from that section the the boulders you know, they're heavy Right? That's right. You're probably going to put them close to... Unless origin. you're taking them over to Smith's Cove to build a French drain with. Maybe. I, I don't know. We haven't talked about the French drain or anything like that in a long time. That's true. So the flood it, there's, there's lots flood of possibilities. Fresh. Oh my gosh. I know like so the Boulderless Beach is on the northern end of the <gasps> island. You're yeah, right I didn't realize that. Yeah, and then the southern end of the island is where we have this stone road. I mean, where do they get all these stones? Mm -hmm. I don't know, but they're definitely laid out and not just nature. They're deliberate. I, I yeah. mean, there's cribbing, you know, especially in that really wet area that they're at in the southeast corner of the swamp. Of course, the whole swamp is a wet area, but the cribbing would keep them from collapsing down in. It, it's mimic. That doesn't just. Happen. I know. Yeah, of course. But it's just like they're finding these new placed rocks is just kind of like, man, like where'd they get all these? And I was thinking maybe they, when it was like, uh, they, when the tide goes out, mm -hmm. they go, they collect, uh, most of the, uh, I mean, why rocks not and bring them back in? I don't know. Huh? There's, I don't know the logistics. You know um, who would know probably Terry Matheson. Yeah. Talk to that guy someday. I would like to. Yeah. He, yeah. That'd be a good guy to talk to. He's a rock hound. <laughs> you so punny. Yeah. Anywho, uh, back to uh, what they were doing here. Yeah, they found the um, some boards. Mm -hmm. Craig jumps down into the muck to get a better look. Mm -hmm. And um, I think he was wanting Laird to do it. And Laird's like, no, I'm good up here. You do well, it. He was like, Laird, <laughs> uh, you know, I'm happy to jump down there. And Laird's like, yeah, go for it. Laird. All yours, bud. Yeah, Laird's <laughs> thinking, yes. I don't have to do it. Poor Laird's probably exhausted. He's like, why do you keep finding things? <laughs> <laughs> I know. He's like, archaeology is a slow work, y'all. <laughs> yeah. But we get time to process everything. I got to research everything. When you're pulling this much stuff up and finding structures, like again and again and again and again. Mm -hmm. I mean, we haven't even talked about the paved area. Yeah. In like a year. Yeah. And there was so much more to. Oh man. Yeah. 
All right, okay, so I'm sorry. When he Let's jumps go. in there, he asks if the Restalls um, did some work over here. Yeah. Because they had some uh, records mm -hmm. and... Uh, well, we've seen like pictures and such. Well, at least this was the first time I had seen them. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, that was the first time I've seen those images too of, <sighs> of uh, Bobby Restall yeah, doing and, some work in the southeast corner of the swamp. Yeah, they had built like a structure, like a square structure, and he was probing... And it's we talked about this before. It's crazy to think that he would have just barely missed the stone road. And then there's this structure over here, just barely missed when probing. But how long has everybody been looking for this mystery box in the corner? In season one, Dan like points to that exact area in the swamp says, yeah, I would start here. And Fred Nolan thought the same thing. Now we're on season nine and getting really serious, especially about this corner of the swamp. And it just keeps giving. Yeah, it's really giving. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> yeah, so they've given us a whole season. <laughs> you know, thankfully, we, uh, thankfully, the team mm -hmm. really dug into this uh, swamp. <laughs> did they thing. dig in? Yeah. Did they drill they, down? They, they did the swamp thing, did they dig deeper? Yes. Okay. All Just thought I'd check. All right. So, um, one of the what we had found out last night, mm -hmm. or not last night. This is like a week ago when, we, mm -hmm. when this episode aired. But there was a caretaker on the island, mm -hmm. Jack Adams. Yes. During the 1930s, and he was probing that southeast corner of the swamp, and he thought, thought he thought he found a large wooden box, mm -hmm. and so it went unexplored for a long time. And that's when the Restalls came in and gave it another look. By the way, Restalls on the island for five years they did a lot they did a ton of stuff like they were all over the place and they um you know if if my arm wasn't behind you right now i would like clap and give them a, some applause right now like a standing o because yeah. like um you just keep we learn more and more and more i know it's just crazy like i, w I wonder what we don't know still <laughs> because uh they were very very active on the island and they had a much smaller crew and a lot less resources. So they're to be commended. Yeah. They were clearly to the rest with what they were doing. And I just, it's astonishing to me. Absolutely astonishing. So good job, rest dolls. Yeah. Good job. Mm -hmm. uh, let's see here. Yeah, some people in the chat are uh, talking about like where the, um, rocks come from mm -hmm. or like the stone road compared to Boulder's beach and everything. And um, they, uh, Janet says that they had mentioned that the rocks from the Boulder's, Boulderless beach were not used on the stone road. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, we're just uh, how we cover this show is just what they give us. Mm -hmm. I um, very, I, I do very little digging into a lot of the history and stuff. I just like the way that I uh, talk about things. You, and present some things. Of the history. you dig into a lot of stuff. I, I do very little digging. And, uh, like, it's just from this, this podcast is from a perspective of just a person Viewer. loving the show. Yep. No, well, I'm thinking boulderless beach. Maybe those rocks weren't used over at the swamp. Cause that seems like a ridiculously long way to transport something. Well, yeah. Right. H hundreds like and that. hundreds of feet. So why not be used for something that was really close to that area i was just shocked at how abrupt the lack of boulders was there <laughs> it just never dawned on me a little bit of perspective was quite nice yeah perspective should not be lost it should not okay so we know they come and go from the swamp throughout the episode and well lee lamb uh also shared bobby restall's journals with rick and there was like a little flashback of them talking yep. about that so that should definitely be thrown in there because I mean, she's cool. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, she's cool. I don't know. I don't know how else to say she's it. She's cool. She's super cool. <laughs> Is she not cool? I didn't say she wasn't. I'm sure she's full of knowledge and... Yes, yeah, she is cool. There you I, go. Props to her. Yeah. Um, so the next time when they're doing some more digging sure. in the swamp after we've already talked about what could potentially be more rocks and structure. Billy calls over to Rick and is like, 
hey, can you come look at those couple of sticks and see if they're a thing? Like, are they important or just sticks? And around here, you never know. Usually they're more than sticks, right? Yeah. So and Rick, Rick jumps Rick on does in the thing. And he and goes and looks at it and he's like, oh, this is something. <laughs> yeah, it definitely was. It had like a carving out of the center. Yeah, it had like a... Like a line. Yeah. So it's a piece of wood that had like a uh, section carved out of it Mm -hmm. that was deliberate. Yes. Because it was like a nice straight line, Mm -hmm. had two rounded ends. And I thought, I said to Deidre, I'm like, that looks like a trip trap chair. Like, um, because we have like these folding, uh, or we have this folding chair. It's like a... With different levels. Yeah. And it's like an adjustable wooden folding chair. Mm -hmm. And it's got like these pieces of... Uh, like the legs have mm-hmm. like a slide in it so you can fold it up and mm-hmm. readjust it and stuff. And it looks like one of the legs of the chip trap chair to me. <laughs> That's well, the first thing that popped in my mind. My thought was it looked like if it was off a ship, like you'd have two of them, it'd mm-hmm. be like a drawer slide where yeah, like um, two pegs would go in. And that way with the way the round pieces are in them, when you shut the drawer, it would stay shut on the water and then when you pulled it open it would be open right so that was my thought either way it looks like something is supposed to go in in it right to make a moving mechanism of some kind and it was broke on one end yeah but we we were talking about a little bit more Mm -hmm. and you know if you put like a marble in there or something, mm-hmm. like a bead of some sort, you know, beads have been around something. forever. I don't know about marbles, but something that can roll around. Stone. Hmm? A dressed stone. Or like, like a e- pebble. Or even like, a, what is it, the shot? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, yeah. And something round. Uh, it could be a level we were talking about. You know, that, that would make a lot of sense mm-hmm. because you could stick it in one side and just kind of put it down and you know, make sure things are level. And if mm-hmm. it's rolling to one side or the other, you know, which way to go. Yeah. I mean, it could be a primitive lever uh, or a nut lever. Uh, it could level. be that too. A primitive lever for all, you know, it could be a, lever. a primitive level. There's a lot as of things, well. but you know what Rick said? Rick mm. said, someone will know. They should ask Tony if they're thinking it's maritime. I bet you, we miss Tony. I bet you they showed it to Doug and he's like, Oh yeah, I know what that is. Right. Or Charles <laughs> or, you know, one of the encyclopedias on the island. Ugh. Or Paul. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Miriam comes over. Miriam calls Laird over. So everybody's looking at it. And they agree it's possibly a maritime object. Laird's like, well, that would make sense, right? We're in the swamp. And mm-hmm. we're saying it was open to the water. Um, and then Clotworthy goes on to explain to us about the ship-shaped anomaly and Fred Nolan's theory. It's kind of like a flashback, a reminder of all this stuff. Plus, you know, they found something weird last year at the end of the season. Yeah. Kind of like the front of the swamp when it was very wet. Something we didn't touch on earlier. Mm -hmm. Um, Sorry, going back. Rewind to when uh, Craig was down looking at the pieces mm-hmm. of wood and we didn't mention that they were like 12 feet or 12 feet, 12 inches to 16 inches wide, the planking, the boards. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that's pretty big. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just wanted to, I mean, that's I didn't want to not mention it. Narrow piece of plywood. Hmm? Like it, it would be like a primitive narrow piece of plywood to stand on. Right. You know, could they stand on pieces of plywood to distribute their weight? It's so you don't sink into the swamp. Maybe that's what they were doing with those other planes. Possibly. If they were that wide. Yeah, but they seem like part of a wall, like up and down. Like you would, you'd oh, so they the were part. like that way. Yeah. Oh, I must have missed that. It's okay. It was Maybe a week it's the ago. Box. It, the episode aired over a week ago. It's okay if you uh, don't remember a detail or two. I don't know if that's acceptable, actually. It yeah. is Oak Island. I try to store these things. Yeah. So uh, the next time they go to the swamp, what happened? The next time that the the show brings us back to the swamp. Well, and then next time they bring us back, uh, there's more another grouping of rocks. Say what? And it it looked like it had kind of lined up with the area which Terry DeVoe was talking about a potential ship's wharf. And it's just like rocks. There are so (sighs) many rocks <laughs> i just i don't know guys the earth just keeps creating them you know mm-hmm. it is what it is yep 
the water water smooths them out. All right. Um, yeah. yeah. So is that it with uh, the good old swamp? It is that for episode the, two. The swamp action of episode that was two. the last of swamp action for episode two. There's obviously more in the next go around. Sure. So let's talk about some metal detecting with Gary and Rick on lot fifteen. Yes. Okay. So Rick and Gary are metal detecting on mm-hmm. on lot fifteen. You don't say. Uh, yeah. Rumor has it. And this is an area where, um, so Gary and Peter had found that piece of metal that they took to Carmen Lake that was part of the hub of a wagon wheel, a wagon wheel yeah. which, you know, you would use for carrying rocks over rocks or gold over rocks. Why the or, heck not, right? No, why not? There's so many rocks. Let's rock and roll, I guess. Um so they're over there because they're trying to hopefully track the track, track the road, track to the gotta track, track the track, the road that keeps popping up out of nowhere. And there's like a billion roads. What did uh, oh my gosh. Steve a billion, huh? call it last year? The Oak Island Highway. Yeah. He said it wasn't just like one road. He The interstate, the Oak Island interstate, I think is what he called it. Yes, Steve. This is definitely one of the exits, most likely. Could be. Could very well could be. Um, and then, of course, we're talking about CCH and the fact that things have changed on the island. So they're they're slowed down a bit. I know Rick isn't super thrilled about it. And they're going to an area where they've already done metal detecting and there's lots of flags. That was something Peter helped him with. Is that right? Uh, yes. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Marking all the spots. Okay. And we didn't Rick... see Peter in this episode. No. Hmm. I missed him. Yeah. Good Sorry. kid. He is. He, <laughs> he, he's a good guy. I don't know him personally. Maybe one day we will. Uh, so Rick explains that part of the difference is also now they have these transector grids across the island. Like So the whole island is on a giant grid. And... You know, like every archaeology site is covered in grids. Battleship is covered in grids. Mm-hmm. Oi, so many grids. Oi. Oi. So even after they put down all the flags, poor Laird has to come through and then document where all the flags are within the big grid before they can even dig them. And then when they start metal detecting, get to the first thing what they pull up is a pull tab from a can and so how many of those flags are say garbage and laird has spent his time and resources having to put them on a grid and really he's using rick and marty's resources but there's a better way for laird to spend his time than that rick brings that up yeah, I mean, maybe they just need to get um, another like junior archaeologist out there to do that kind of thing. But the they problem could is get they a volunteer named Deidre White. <laughs> I'm in. I don't think they can though, right? Why not? Call me. No, that you have to have the credentials, and you have to be like. Why do I have to have credential? I'll get battleship credentials. All my job will simply be to go out and record on the grid where the things are i'll be the grid girl there's water boys and then there's grid girls i'm the grid girl water boy water boy grid girl okay done got it i fixed it i fixed the problem okay okay so so the second item (laughs) rick pulls up what's that is it rick that digs it out no i guess gary technically gary gets down there and and pinpoints it and pulls it out Mm -hmm. An ox shoe. We've seen those before. Yeah, just a couple. But that's a good sign. Yeah, well, apparently they found a whole bunch before that, too, like in prior years. So they just didn't really bring it up. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, more ox shoes on Oak Island. Who would have known? It's just that's a good sign. And Gary says it's probably British because of the wider bottom. You know, they've obviously pulled a lot up. But where there's oxen being used here, there's probably a track nearby. They're probably on track for the track. Well, it's probably pulling gold, as Gary would uh, mm-hmm. like to believe, and like all of us would like to believe. Mm-hmm. I concur. Mm-hmm. So, um, 
Yeah, I mean, that was Lot 15. Mm-hmm. Then they kind of move on. Yeah, they do some other so, things. Lot 15, they, they describe that as the uplands, right? Yeah, they were in an upland part of Lot 15. So when we moved to Lot 16, is that kind of the downlands? No. I'm going to say it's the downlands. Because hmm. I don't have a topographical map, but the way that the island is shaped, like... Oh, you're at the uplands. You got to get to the downlands at some point. You would have to be upland from... Okay, I'm done. Where's the downlands then? I'm going to say it's lot 16 until I'm proven otherwise. But it's not just lot 16. Mm -hmm. It would be a certain portion of lot 16 because it would be downland from the higher elevation. So it'd be closer to the water. Sounds great. Are you just trying to be highly complicated? No, I just... I'm just saying, like, if the lot 15... Is the uplands and we're getting close to the money pit and we're going back down to the money pit? Yeah, I would consider that the downlands. Probably the, there's probably downlands on the other side of uh, lot 15 too, uh, going down to the swamp. So we got the uplands and the downlands. I don't agree, but we should carry on anyways. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm not looking at a map to fight with you properly right now okay. to bring the facts to the table okay well until then it's until the then we'll be wrong <laughs> so lot 16 rick and gary are out there to you know bring items out that have already been flagged and marked by laird that could be marked by the grid girl well we got we got jackie in the uh, chat right now she uh-huh. says that she wants to be your assistant that's perfect i mean there's a clearly a lot of things that need tagging and gritting go for it you guys yep have fun knock yourselves out (laughs) i I needed to write a proposal okay so they're still looking for clues that the track is nearby that the road is nearby because obviously lot and 16 are by each other and the odds are there's going to be some intersecting so first flag they get to gary pulls up and thinks it thinks he it's a square nail and he thinks it's old because of the weight of said thing nail nail <laughs> because of the nail being yeah. heavy yeah it looked old yep i mean that nail could be older than the discovery of the money pit that's always an exciting thing to find on oak island yeah they gotta go they should go put it on the xrf hey marilyn says she wants to join you on the grid you get a whole team of uh good girls out there and you guys could just like i don't know you can make things so much easier or more difficult for the fellowship choice is yours it is not more difficult (laughs) no i'm just saying i don't know it's not not there doing it right now so it could be more difficult but you could make it a lot easier too i don't know i know we're gonna form a grid Mm -hmm. and we amy's in see amy's gonna bag and tag (laughs) guys we got this we got it. Wouldn't it be a dream come true? Yeah, let's write the proposal. We're going to submit it. <laughs> Gridlock. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be amazing. We're here to help you, Laird. Trial team. I'll unite. just go around like naming new parts of the island, like the downlands, and then I can go and name something else. You know, and I don't we'll have anything on top of my mind, but you know. Because you'll have it wrong. Janet here is ready to do take care of the flag so she could like mark the flags for the bags. And you'd all do it for free? Well, I mean, everything's always negotiable. <laughs> I'm not going to offer it for free without proper negotiation. Okay. Who do you think I am? Oh, I know. I know exactly who you are. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. I know you um, pretty well. Uh, rumor has it. <laughs> 16 years. Is that it? Is that enough? Anywho. Okay. Back to, what, so we got back through, to the downloads. We got through the first flag. Um, and then Gary's telling Rick when him and Peter were out here metal detecting mm-hmm. that he noticed most of the signals, the hits they were getting were at the top, you know, upland or towards the bottom of the lot, you know, downland, mm-hmm. which makes sense, you know, being downward if like it was a bunch of guys hanging out around the seashore that you would drop more things. Hmm. I thought he meant like he was finding them uh, a lot more shallow, like up toward the top and not as deep into the earth. That's the way I took that. 
I definitely did not take it that way. Well, one of us is probably wrong, and it's probably you, but that's okay. <laughs> wow. Wow. We I need to get you. us some facts. <laughs> oh, man. Boki says we need to get the badlands and the lowlands. <laughs> the badlands. I love it. I love it. Oh, man. The land before time. That's yeah. true. Hmm. I love it. Good stuff. All right. So, yeah, they kind of finish up with what they're doing they're walking off into the distance you know being all cool walking toward the horizon uh -huh. and gary Hero spots shot. something yeah what did he find what did his twin optical <laughs> scanners pick up on well he picks up what looks to be like a small round cannonball or he thought it was an egg. grape shot he originally thought it was like a robin's egg but it looks like the same one michael john found when sifting through spoils with the guptill hmm. in where they also found that rose head hmm. with the uh cement on it. So are you are you saying somebody has a hole in their pocket and they walked and this thing fell out of their pocket into the spot? You no. said you said it literally you, you literally just said that it was it looked like the same one. No, it looks like that oh, one. Oh okay. It doesn't look at all like the same one. This that's what, one that's is, what I heard. My bad. Well, you hear what you want to hear. Surprise, <laughs> surprise. So this thing is like super smooth. Very round. Like it is. Um, it was. Uh, it's been exposed to the elements. Yeah, but it was definitely uh, manufactured by people. By hand. By <laughs> hand. Yeah. What would they do? So it's like. Like kind of like sanding, but not sanding. Yeah, it would. You'd as gary explains like dress stones that mm -hmm. would go inside of muskets or whatever yeah but how do they make them is what i'm saying that i'm getting there oh my bad so they what they would do is even like stonemasons and stuff that you, you just keep chipping away at it until it, it's like it it's like if you're carving something same thing you're just subtracting material away till you get to whatever it is the shape Right, they all you sit around, you eat lunch, and you make some uh, cannon shots. I mean, they're not making them out of iron right now; they're making them out of uh, stones. Well, and then you got to look in the downlands to find such things, apparently. So it could have come out of a slingshot. Could have. I keep thinking of like David and Goliath, and you know, like the pictures you see where he's got a slingshot and a rock. Whap. Yeah, so David and Goliath. Oh my um, gosh, that's even older than epic like, battle could have taken oh place gosh. on this that, island. That could have, that was like BC. <laughs> I mean, this this uh, this bullet or whatever this slingshot ball is older than anything they found on the island. Well, they haven't found the ark <laughs> in the swamp yet. Noah's ark, but I was like, the ark of the covenant's in the money pit. Sorry. How many arcs are there? What kind of arc is there in Smith's Cove that they haven't found yet? Oh, whatever right. one I want. Okay. All right. So um, that was kind of that. Right. <laughs> and so yes. they're excited to find another one of those little bullet things. Yeah. And then what happens next? Where do we go? <laughs> to, to the, the archaeology trailer. trailer. That's, That's right. where we go. That is right. And so Rick, Gary, Billy meet up with Laird and Dr. Spooner. Of course, Laird's in there overseeing. Yeah, at the archaeology trailer. And uh, they are going to do some analysis on that metal found in borehole D2 at the money pit. R2. Hmm? No, it was D2. Oh, it was in D2. My bad. Silly. Yeah, so the metal... Uh, they stick it, it into the uh, XRF. The mm -hmm. what does that stand for again? X-ray fluorescence radioactive. <laughs> Let's just stick no, it's not with radioactive. I don't have to know what the acronym <laughs> is what in order to understand. I'll know by when we do our next podcast. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. So the XRF device, and I'll tell them what kind of metals are inside the or um, on, or on the, what what the metals made out of. Yes. Okay. Um, there is a flash on the screen. Like there, all these different elements are popping up, and then suddenly we see two letters that make uh, Gary perk up. Yeah, AU. AU. What does that gold? mean? Billy does, saw it too. How does AU mean gold? Oh, I don't remember the history behind it, but it has to do with the original Latin term. Mm, okay. So that's where most of your initials come from. Makes sense. 
is the Latin term for it as they've evolved over time. Duh. Yeah. And so AU pops up. That's gold. It definitely like, uh, I think uh, Gary's about ready to start doing his uh, gold dance. Yeah, his but, eyes like pop out of his head. But then he didn't for who knows why. <laughs> who knows the reason? Because it disappeared. And you see it Rick tell him to like calm down. Yeah, Rick didn't see it. Yeah. And he's like, like wait, wait a second. And Billy's hey. like, no, no, no. I saw yeah, it. It was there. It was there. <laughs> I. So I thought it was so funny and because Spooner was like yeah, I, I saw that too and he's like hang on like let me just move it around it okay this is a total well let me just shake it a little bit <laughs> and see if it works like shake, it's shake, like shake. when you hit the TV because yeah. like the TV like the picture won't come yeah. in clear yeah. this is that he's like let me just shake the metal and see if it'll come up with some gold whatever happened it worked hey cool it worked whatever. his magic he, shake 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 yeah that's kind of sad that terry wasn't in there because he's the one that kind of like what what did it. he do he found it did he i think he really did. it should be the choice guys then mm, or steve steve or who pinpointed it charles Char- it's charles why isn't charles in there i don't know mm. Well, his his services must be needed elsewhere at the time. He's probably in the. Uh, he was probably working. Like... He's, he's probably in the downlands. No, <laughs> no. Okay. okay. Anyways, once we actually it gets done calculating or whatever, the results show that they have zero point zero six eight percent gold on it. Um, itty bitty, itty bitty. <laughs> well, Gary's excited regardless, but he's like, "So, how much is that?" Like your heart dump truck, and Spooner says, "No, it's more like a thimble full of gold." <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's something. It's something. I mean, it's something. <laughs> that it is, and Spooner goes on to explain that the gold could be from like sediment in in and around it you know sure since it hasn't been like thoroughly cleaned or it could have been like in that cement stuff yeah <clears throat> so or it could be embedded in it yeah dr spooner said that um he didn't expect a piece of metal to come out of the 88 to 90 foot two range with gold on it mm-hmm. and he did say i'm getting surprised at the furious rate we're finding stuff these days yeah rick's Welcome to Oak Island. Get used to it, buddy. <laughs> well, yeah, he kind of came in as a skeptic, which is you know hilarious, mm-hmm. and never left. Mm-hmm. All right, so um, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm glad he's here because mm-hmm. like he has so much credibility to the team, to an already credible team. Well, yeah, and they're an incredible team. Uh, so now we're gonna leave this place. <laughs> Out, out, out of out of the Laird cave or whatever. out of Laird's lair. Laird's lair, yeah. <laughs> All right, so next we have like a a new arrival on Oak Island. We do, and they take him straight to the war room. So let's kind of like lump it. Sure. sure. So we got a drive and a war room. Yes. Yeah, so Rick, he's got to pick up Marty and Alex. Well, they arrived. Okey-dokey. They're in Nova Scotia, and uh, Marty asks Rick. Um, what he's dying to show them and mm-hmm. uh, what have they found so far. And Rick pulls from his shirt pocket, that piece of metal from D2. Not... His own top pocket find, apparently. Mm-hmm. Apparently, even though it's technically Charles, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and he shows him that the, or he tells him that this piece of metal was analyzed and has gold on it. Hopefully he didn't rub it off in his pocket and now his pocket's the top pocket. Fine. No, because we we know what happened next episode already. I thought so. we were supposed to ignore that. Oh yeah, no, you're, we don't. You're know. not good at following your own rules. Yeah, um, he tells him it's found at the 88 and a half foot level, and that the result there are additional results that uh, Craig wants to share when they get to the war room. Marty calls that. it the most exciting thing in regards to the treasure hunt. I love that Craig, who we know loves to deliver data results, is just waiting in the yep. war room. He's just like. And you know he's got that grin on his face, like when he likes to deliver results. He's like, "I got good, good news stuff. for you, Marty." Yeah. Uh, Alex, what did he say when they're like in the car? Remember? 
Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, he's saying that the depth that that metal was found at is way more plausible than 220 feet. Yeah, you That's know, fair. And when we we briefly talked about that, and you, and you're like, isn't that kind of like what um, um, Gretchen? Yeah, Gretchen uh, was talking about because Marty brings up the yeah. idea of an offset chamber, mm-hmm. and I I just remember. Gretchen Cornwall when she was on and the theory yeah. with the cross and the being the offset chamber. Sure. But you and I also had a discussion the other day where you brought up the 90 foot stone mm-hmm. and maybe it really is its directions. Like you've hit the 90 foot mark and from there really what it's saying is you need to go tunnel over tunnel over because all these platforms so you've hit the 90 foot platform and now you need to go the other direction in order to whatever that happens to be and for all that seems logical and for all we know it could have been like yeah and go north uh 30 feet and you'll get to the treasure but it's really south you know yeah i mean it could be another another booby trap another thing to throw them off or it might just be the directions and Hey, you've come this far. Well done. Yeah, here. <laughs> like, clearly, you've earned your right if <sighs> you've been here. And then if we look back and think, okay, so at the money pit, and, and that's what brought up the discussion, at the money pit, the horizon we keep hitting that has this tunnel is that 90-foot mark. Yep. So if it was found at 90 feet, it makes sense that you would tunnel over from wherever that original spot is, which leads us to the idea of an offset chamber. For sure. It it's so practical, it just smacks you in the face there. Pop. Bam. Pow. <laughs> yeah. Biff. Biff. Wham. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we arrive at the war room. Yes. Uh, Marty, Alex, and Rick arrive, and Craig is sitting there, along mm-hmm. with Doug, Steve, Jack, Billy, and Gary. Everybody's excited that Marty's back. Heck yeah, they are. They're like, hey, Mar-, Billy's like, you got your uh, wallet there, Marty? Right. <laughs> uh, I, I need that. It's getting expensive over here. Yeah. Uh, so Craig has some details. Yeah, he's excited. He's got like five bags in front of him. Mm-hmm. And Craig says he only has one piece of new data with him which is uh the wood but he also has the metal that came up um Mm -hmm. which actually i guess technically rick has technically why aren't they using gloves or whatever i guess it came out of the mud but whatever anyways so he wanted to incorporate some of the older finds to obviously prove a point i mean he's telling a story here that's what craig does he gathers all the data that's what the crater does this is what the data says. Boo! So the first item he pulls up is from, uh, he says CD 2.5-9.75, which was at 91.5 feet. There's mm. that horizon we were talking about. Uh, and that was found last year. Craig reminds them that CD 2.5, no, it's pretty close to D2, right? R2-D2. Yeah. And D2 is where Steve pulled out the wood for the sampling and that we got this piece of metal that we've been talking about from. Okay. So wood from CD 2.5, which is the one we got last year. That's 9.25. Shush. You're going to confuse these poor people. My bad. Um, Dated when they had sent it off to very definitively just to this one range of 1488 to 1650. Okay, awesome. It's a good range. It is a good range. And now this one that is D2, which is also very close. It came up at 90 feet. Okay. So a foot and a half different in depth, which, okay, that makes sense. It's in the right zone. It is in the right zone. Um, And they're not in the solution channel. So that's not really a concern there. Um, It's dating came back. With a 95.4% confidence rating. It's pretty confident. <laughs> at 1488 to 1650. Ooh. So it's the exact range. I mean, 
1488. I mean, that's prior to Columbus. So, mm-hmm. and I like seeing that it makes mean, sense with that shoe. Marty says <laughs> that, okay, well, that's amazing. I mean, we could be you know, looking at the same piece of wood at that point. I mean, it could also not be the same piece of wood, but that's a very definitive range. And for it to be the exact dates, like 1488 to 1650. And to be that sure about it, I mean, that's pretty cool, in my opinion. It's really cool. And loved it. So, in an interview, quote unquote, Marty says that it's possible they have been searching the wrong area this entire time and that these new holes very well could be the location they've actually been looking for, which would make sense because, like he said, it doesn't make sense that if it's where we're looking that we haven't hit something. We haven't hit it yet. We should have it. It should. We should. And then we also get Rick, who goes into a mini speech about C1 and the area we've been looking. And then I've got a clip. So let's listen to that. Okay, let's listen. The historical data indicates to the north of C1 or even in C1 was unexplored, literally. (laughs) And so now, yes, this data, this the metal piece absolutely right these dates just support my belief for a long time that whatever work was done here was done quite early exactly exactly yeah quite early exactly exactly and even doug says these dates like are pre-searcher by a long shot that's that's good data it's really good i mean that's what we want to see that's what we want to hear because like Rick said, he believes all this stuff was done a uh, long time ago. You know what this tells me? What? In 2015, we should have just listened to Charles. Good old Charles. Uh, like, oh, Charles. C1. And then they're like, eh, eh. let's go do RF1. Eh, let's go do GAL1. Yeah. Uh, OC1? Why not? <clears throat> e3.23. Guys, Which Charles knew what he was talking about. Right in the middle of you know the Dunfield dig. I don't remember. Do you remember what the depth is on the Dunfield dig? Is it like a hundred feet? Depth? No, it's a hundred feet wide. Maybe it was like 150 feet deep. There's no way it's a hundred feet wide. I thought that's what the I thought that's what it was. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35. That's wrong. You're wrong. I don't know. You're you're the one that wants to dig R two deep or R two down there, okay? I just want to do it for fun, okay? Because why not? Because I'm a I'm a grid girl. Yeah, that part the area is probably red now, like where they can't touch because nobody's touched it. And you dig that, you're gonna find some first First Nation artifacts. What R two? Okay? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't know which. So leave it alone, or else I'll take over the money pit leave too. Leave it alone. <clears throat> Go away. Yeah. Anyway. Um, Gary said medieval baby after hearing all those numbers. Mm-hmm. We didn't mention that. Yep. And um, what does Jack chimes in saying that the Templars could have been here first. He's really pro Templars. Why the heck not? That's, I, what, that's uh, why I'm still rooting for. I'm right there with you, Jack. I mean, we can root for it. Mm-hmm. I, it doesn't mean that. I mean, Britt goes on to say it later how it, we've got really broken pieces of history in here. And the, all these theories about how, like, the Masons, like, the Templars turning to the Masons and what all that looked like. Maybe this is yeah. tying that together. I mean, it's not going to be with a perfect bow, but... It might be. Who knows? It could be. If they open up this uh, vault and it has, uh, you know, um, Marie Antoinette's jewels or if it has um, the works... Of William Shakespeare, that's gonna be a nice, pretty bow. It will it's be. be tied up real nice. You know what? Um, Dave is gonna be highly disappointed if it's Shakespeare's work. Yeah, but if it's that, or if it's if it's like a whole bunch of like gold and it's like Aztec stuff, uh-huh. and it's like you know, I don't know if it's like a whole mo- hodgepodge. Mm-hmm. I mean, then it's, then it's not gonna be a nice bow. No. If it's like I the mean, there's Holy nothing Grail. clean about this <laughs> at all. Yeah. You think the Holy Grail and Shakespeare's manuscripts are going to be a clean sit? Probably not. 
I mean, it's going to be holy and not in the biblical sense. Yeah, I feel you. Unless, right. Unless it is north of C1 and they haven't destroyed it yet. I don't know. Don't know. So that's all I got on that. Well, that's what we got. That that's, was the episode. That was the end of the episode. Cool. Mm -hmm. Well, it was a fun one. I'm looking forward to doing the next podcast about the episode that followed it. Oh my gosh, Wait, that was such a good. Next one. time on the Curse of Oak Island. I don't. I don't have anything. I didn't do any notes on that. It was either. intense. No, it'll be what you hear next time we do a podcast, yes. which is very soon. Yes, it is. And gosh, that episode was really good. Mm. So many maps. I cheered for each map that came on the screen. Yeah, because you're like a you're like the most prolific uh, Oak Island um, uh, work thief. I'm. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> I mean, I do just try to steal Steve's stuff. He won't just give it to me. Well, so I have to get. work for it by watching the show a ridiculous number of times. Oh, yeah, girl. Hey, you got to do what you got to do. <laughs> Thanks, Aaron. <laughs> All right. So um, what else we got? We got Clotworthy's. We got Clotworthy moments. So we do <laughs> have a winner from the prior week. Do we? Yes. We do. All right, what? I mean, that's usually that's the how deal. That's yeah. how this happens. All right, oh, so okay. who is the winner of the clotworthy moment of the week last week? Okay. A stone pathway extending from the massive stone ship's wharf in the swamp? That was stone the pathway. winner Good over stuff. the keg. All right, so uh, everybody that voted for the stone pathway, well done. You did it. Bravo. 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 All right, so we have two new Clotworthy contenders. Yes. Oh, by the way, um, so there was much much ado about this new movie that came out last week of uh, oh, on Netflix. Red Notice. Red Notice. It. Uh, the Did beginning you notice of it, something? Well, the beginning of it was full of. Uh, of it was a, just a giant Clotworthy moment. It was epic. It was epic. So I know that voice anywhere. Yeah. So if you haven't heard, if you haven't seen, go watch the movie Red Notice on uh, Netflix. Mm -hmm. It's free. Well, it's free if you have a Netflix subscription. True. It's or someone new. else's. It stars The Rock. Yes. Gal Gadot. Or is it Gadot? I don't remember how to pronounce her name. Sorry, Gal. She played Wonder Woman. Yes. She's pretty epic. And Ryan Reynolds. Mm -hmm. It's a good, it's a fun it movie. It was hilarious. Yeah. It was, it was, it was good. It was fun. Go watch it. Clotworthy's all over the beginning. Yep. It's worth a watch. All right. So Clotworthy moments of the week for episode two. Yes. Let's hear what the um, okay. what's going up against what. Yes, so clung. Planked wood, nearly 90 feet deep in borehole D2. Planked wood. Planked wood is up against. Traces of gold detected on the mysterious piece of metal retrieved from D2 in the money pit. Traces of gold. Found blah, 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 blah. In the money pit. In the money pit. All right, so we have traces of gold. What was the first one again? The, oh, the first one? I forgot. Planked wood, nearly 90 feet deep in borehole D2. So we had D2. planked wood versus what gold. Are, gold. Which one's going to win? That's up to you. <laughs> Go to facebook.com slash Oak Island podcast. Find our group. Could it be? An Oak Island group. An Oak Island group. And you'll be able to vote today and today only because we got to turn this around quick. Yep. And um, that means I got to do this as soon as we're done. And uh, vote for your favorite clotworthy moment of last week. <laughs> <laughs> because then we got to do the next episode. So we're all caught up for episode four. So that we're caught up in time for episode four. Yes. Yes. Okay. All the things. All right. Um, is there anything else? Uh, I think we just tell them how they get a hold of us. And uh, yeah, we did. You, know, you have any other? We had a phone call, didn't we not? Uh, I don't think so. I think we did, but we'll we'll do it we tomorrow do it during pregame yeah. next time. Or yeah, uh, we'll talk about that later. Uh, we did have emails too, a lot of well wishes for us um, about my sister. So thank you so much for yes. that. Yes, um, yes, yeah. And uh, if you'd like to support us, you go to Patreon.com/slash Oak Island Podcast, and you could uh, you know monetarily support us. We would we really appreciate, appreciate it. it. Like uh, I know it's uh, I mentioned this last time. It's kind of a hard time for people to give, and we're not a charity. But no. we are um, we are in need, <laughs> just like anybody else. And yeah. um, we, we if you can, we would be greatly appreciative. And 
uh, it helps us do what we do. Uh, it could help on us doing it. Uh, get new equipment and stuff and make sure that the stream's running good. All that and a bag of chips. Oh, that and a bag of chips. I love chips. Yeah, so does They're our daughter. Delicious. Emma loves sour cream and onion. I know, and I was hoping maybe she wouldn't love them as much so like I could keep them for myself, but she turns out I had a mini-me and she likes the snacks I like. She likes them way more than you do, too. I don't think she likes them more. <laughs> I, I just know. think she sneaks them more often. Than yeah. I just, mm. you know. Anyways, um, you can find us on Facebook at Oak Island Podcast, on Instagram at Oak Island Podcast, on Twitter at Oak Island Pod. You can email us. That's at uh, uh, Gmail, right? Yes. So it's Oak Island Podcast at gmail.com. There's a trend here. We also have a website, Oak Island Podcast. Com. You can find more stuff there. Mm -hmm. Like you can. Uh, oh, I don't have the cup here. Darn. I was going to show you right a cup you could buy from there because we do have uh, cool merch, some swag, including uh, like a, a Billy shirt. Mm -hmm. We got uh, Oak Island Friends gear. Mm -hmm. We've got uh, Guptill um, gear. Yeah, Fellowship uh, design. Mm -hmm. So good. So, so good. good. So go to uh, Facebook or sorry, that's at uh, OakIslandPodcast.com. Yep. And click on store or something like that. Yep. Yep. There you go. So that's it. There you be. So we'll see you very soon for episode uh, or a recap of episode three, which was called what? Stone. Roadblock. Roadblock. Uh oh. Well, I guess we'll talk to you about that. It was that still then. a good episode. It was a good episode. It was. All right. Uh, so anything else? Nope. So until next time. Could it be?